Welcome to the Rooted and Established podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Snyder, and I'm so glad you're here, taking time out of your busy life to join in the conversation. In this space, we'll discuss what it means to live a life rooted in Christ and what that looks like practically in the different areas of our lives. Through short, manageable episodes that you can listen to while doing the dishes or taking a shower, we'll talk about how to live our lives intentionally as Christ followers. My prayer is that in whatever roles we fill or responsibilities we have, no matter where we are planted, we will become rooted and established in Christ. Alexis, welcome to the Rooted and Established podcast. I am so happy to have you on today. Welcome. Thank you so, so much for having me, Lauren. We connected on social media and I'm so excited to hear from you. We're going to talk about some business stuff and some ways to have a God honoring strategic business. So would you just share a little bit about yourself and what you have going on right now? Sure. So I'm a wife, I'm a mom of four and an entrepreneur. Uh, My husband and I have been married for 12 years. He is in the army. Um, At the time that we're recording this, my kids are eight, six, four, and three. We homeschool. We're taking a break for the summer. um, And I run a business. Awesome. So share a little bit about what your business is, what it looks like for you, especially four kids and homeschooling. That's a full plate already. So (laughs) what, what does that look like for you? I started in business in a family of entrepreneurs, went into network marketing. I was in that field for about 15 years and then transitioned into coaching and just recently have made a pivot to work with six and figure six and seven figure entrepreneurs and coming alongside them and equipping them with what they need to fully live out the goals and the dreams that they have for their businesses. That's awesome. That's awesome. We are big advocates and fans of coaches here on this podcast. So we love it. That's awesome. Well, we're just going to dive right in and talk about this. And I, I know that a lot of people that listen are business owners or entrepreneurs in some place, but also so many people are just starting businesses right now. They're, you know, the last couple of years forced people to pivot. (laughs) And so a lot of people are either starting or have been running their own businesses. And so I think this is just really helpful for people, you know, in this season. So how can we as Christ followers really set ourselves apart in the marketplace as we are running these businesses? I think through this question, and it is such a juicy question, and there's so many ways that you could go for it, go through it. And some of the first things that came to mind is not even something that you say or that you do on your landing page or with your customers or with your clients, but it's how we operate on the back end. And it's how we think through things. It's how we process decisions. You mentioned coaches. How do we decide who to invest in? How do we decide who's pouring into us? Mm -hmm. And I really believe that's one component of it, that that behind the scenes work, knowledge, Um, confidence in being a believer that will come through on the forefront. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. And really, I feel like taking everything to God in your business is just going to impact uh, the decisions that you make, the people you invest in, the the products you sell or create, or, you know, I think it can be, it can impact every aspect of our business. So I think it's so key and so important. So how has your faith impacted your business in particular? 
you know, in network marketing, I was with an incredible company uh, for 15 years and the company is known of having started from the founder being faith-based. And so Mm. it attracts a lot of faith-based women, which I absolutely loved. And what I didn't realize is stepping out of that as my main source of my main business was that there was a whole new world (laughs) outside in business. And, you know, I, I even laugh at that myself because I was I was new in that. I was a baby in that. I didn't realize that not everyone operated the way that I did. And so I heard someone say this one time. She said, you know, if you're hearing someone teach and maybe you don't agree or love everything they're teaching, you can take the meat and you can leave the bones. Hmm. And so how faith informs my business, it is, it has given me that filter of, is this a coach, an environment, a community that there's a lot of meat, Mm. probably going to have to leave a few bones, or is this a community where it is lean Mm. and there's Mm -hmm. a whole lot of bones and this doesn't align with my beliefs. And so it has acted as it should, and as it does, but as a GPS in guiding me of, am I investing? Am I Mm. spending time in these communities or not? Yeah. Well, and I think there's so many, just like, it's an industry in and of itself, this like self-help growth Uh business industry. And so it's so easy to kind of fall into that and not realize or not be perceptive to, or discerning even to, is this like you said, me, or is this really lean and not actually do anything? Is this biblical? Like, am right. I following someone who maybe sounds good or has been successful by the world standards, but yes. is not actually toting biblical practices is not helping me in my faith-based business, even if your business isn't faith-based, but is right. not actually leading me in a biblical way. So yeah, I think that's so true is letting that faith inform you, letting the Bible inform you and God leads you in that so that you can be discerning in who you follow yeah. and in who you mm-hmm. invest in as a coach or whose books you're buying or podcasts you're listening to in order so that you're not filling yourself with just worldly or worldly practices, but things that are going to actually keep you on track biblically. Yeah, I'd agree. So we talked about how your faith has really informed your business, but I think you can go the other way too. So talk about a little bit how having your own business, being an entrepreneur, how has God used that to grow you spiritually? There was a moment probably two years ago, two and a half years ago. And I came to the very harsh realization that I had found my identity in my network marketing company, Mm. in my title, in my company, in my product, in that brand. And gosh, I distinctly remember standing at selling appointments, talking to my team and with full honesty and integrity saying, I'm a lifer in this company. I will always be here. And just like you said, you know, sometimes these things can sound good and we have to have that ability to decipher what is biblical and what is not while saying I'm a lifer in this company, isn't something I would say is biblical. What I didn't realize was happening was that my identity was shifting. Mm. And so 
there wasn't this lightning bolt in the sky moment where the Lord said, you have to leave this company, but there were little red flags being planted all among my yard. And I just chose not to look at them. Yeah. And so the Lord has grown me through that because I remember prying apart the fingers on my hand on the white knuckle grip I had on my business, mm-hmm. my network. And I, I didn't know this would happen today. I didn't know I would be where I am. I just knew I needed to step out of that. Yeah. And some people might call it gut. Some people might call it intuition and knowing, I mean, I would say that was the Holy spirit, yeah. it, you know, of saying, I have that you need to step away from this. And it wasn't step away from this with the promise that something better mm, was coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And so that was just a moment. It was September of 2020. That- and it's not like you knew that. Right. Or you had a thriving other business. Like Correct. you only had your network marketing business. So it wasn't like you were you working both or growing this other thing yes. simultaneously. And you're like, it's okay. I could like, you stepped out of that without having the other thing. And so, yeah, I definitely would say that that's the Holy Spirit. And I think you make a really good point though. I'm a big fan of network marketing. I get that, that idea of our identity and how it can stealthily shift. (laughs) You know, we may not even be aware of it. And so I think there is a really healthy, positive way of doing network marketing, but we as believers have to be careful that our identity is not, like you said, in a rank or in a company or in a product or service, but it's in Christ. And that's, I mean, that's what the podcast is all about, right? That we are rooted in him, regardless of what we're doing, whether we're in a network marketing company or running a storefront or, or a six figure earner, or just getting started, whatever that is, we have to be rooted in him Mm -hmm. or else it's all for naught. Yes. It could be motherhood. Yeah. It could be anything. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't, for me, like I've, I've had to catch myself putting my identity in our ministry or, Mm -hmm. you know, as a pastor's wife or as a homeschool mom, or, you know, it, like it could be anything, but I do think because the world puts a lot of emphasis on our worth being in what we do or what we produce Mm -hmm. or how we perform that it's easy for us to take that on too. And we have to constantly remind ourselves that our identity is in Christ, not in what we do. We get to do these things. He equips us to do these things and we get to go have a business or create income for our families or whatever that looks like. But I think that's just a really key piece that you hit on of not putting our identity in what we're doing. Yeah. And it's challenging. It's it's Mm -hmm. easy to say that, but when push comes to shove, if you will, and you are up against the wall, you have a decision to make. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there have been many times where I made the wrong decision, which made the moment when I made the right decision so hard. Yeah. So it's, yeah. As women do, you know, wear many hats and there, there was many times I was having conversations with God of like, okay, Lord, like I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. Is, Is there anything you want me to put down? And really just trying to lay everything at his feet. But it was, I held on to that network marketing business. That was the one that I'm like, okay, Lord, I'll do it if you really want me to, but I really don't want to. And my, you know, had the clenched fists and, you know, would 
kind of in a way offer these other roles and other responsibilities, but it took, like you said, prying my fingers open and saying, okay, really Lord, if you want me to lay this down, I give this to you. If you don't want me to, I'll keep doing it. But if you want me to, I really genuinely am saying it's yours. And that's so hard to do, especially when it's connected to income. And I think, I think we have a hard time with that. Yeah. And it, it also, it is attached to income and it, is attached to how many would define success. Yeah. Whether network marketing or any other genre mm-hmm. of business, why would you step away from something that is successful? Right. right? So yeah, I totally Absolutely. feel you there. Absolutely. Well, I'm a big fan of rhythms and habits and things that help us to be more effective. So, and I know you are too. So how have you implemented some of these in order to create peace in your home and your business and, and to create this, this God honoring business that isn't following some of these norms and standards that culture set. One of the things that I will walk my clients through is the thought that you are the common denominator for those that are entrepreneurs between your business and your home. Hmm. And the order of priority of this for me absolutely comes from my faith. Because there are others that will tell you to put your business first or something else. But what I realized is that, you know, when you have like a sideways day at home and it just drips into the other areas of your life for entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. in your business or in your business, someone says they're going to join your team or buy your product and they don't, and it affects the way you act at home. Mm -hmm. And so you are the common denominator between the two. Not to mention all the other spokes on the wheel of motherhood, being a wife, homeschooling at church, all these other things. And so instead of thinking, gosh, there's the black and the white of balance, of uh, uh, harsh corners, I loved the idea of a rhythm, Mm. of a cadence, of a flow, because there will be times when your days are heavy on motherhood. Mm-hmm. where your days are heavy focusing on your marriage. And there might be a season where you're spending more time working on your business and you have someone coming to help you with the dishes and with the laundry and watching your kids for a couple hours. And so implementing that for me, it has given that sense of rhythm of mm-hmm. this is reflecting the season of life that we're in right now. This is reflecting our family's priorities yeah. and our values. And to be clear, you can do this as a stay-at-home mom or earning $10 million a year because we are all human. <laughs> we were all created to put our pants on the same way. Mm-hmm. And so that is such a, a passion that I think about that we think, oh, these people are making all of these this money we all put our head down on the pillow at night. Mm -hmm. And so you can find your rhythm no matter where in that path you find yourself. Yeah. And you make a good point about seasons that it'll, it'll change whether, you know, especially if you have young kids or older kids, like that's going to look different. Your rhythms are going to look different. You might have some extra hands to help you with rhythms around the house. If you have older children, you know, those those rhythms will change with seasons, but also, like you said, the priorities. And I think that's something we often miss when it comes to business is it's business first or got to hit this rank or 
got to hit this sales quota or whatever. And those are not bad goals to have, but reevaluating or evaluating to begin with what your priorities are. And if your family is your priority, then maybe there is a season where you and your spouse are on board and say, okay, we're, we're going to share the load at home so we can go hard with our business or what, you know, whatever that looks like, but being clear on that. Yes. I think you hit a, such a great point, Lauren, is that for those that are married and you're both believers that that's the way you've chosen to live your life is being on board. I have many, many stories where my husband and I were not on board and those were some of the red flags for me, but I chose to just step over them and just pretend like they weren't there. But now being able to hear my husband say, this is going on at work, or these things are important to me, or it really means a lot to me when you're here at this time, me being able to say the same thing and coming together and figuring out what's important right now. And just like you said, knowing it can change, especially, Mm -hmm. I mean, y'all know how fast a child can drop their nap, (laughs) right? Like (laughs) it can change that quickly. Yeah. Exactly. And you just got to reevaluate and communicate and, and figure out a new rhythm or a new system. Yes. I am. I love rhythms hundred percent on board with. (laughs) So what is, what's maybe a practical piece of advice that you would want to share with a Christ follower who's really just trying to grow their business, but wants to really just wants to do it in a God honoring way. Before you open Instagram, before you go to post on Facebook, before you unlock the doors to your store, or you send an email out, truly know what's important to you Mm. because that will be the guiding path on what you do and how you do and what you say. I was just talking with someone earlier and, you know, self-care is a huge thing right now. And everyone has their own definition of that. And she asked me what mine was and it had a couple things. And one of the things I said was reading my Bible. And I don't know if she's a believer. It, that was not her platform, but me having the confidence to say that in a humble, in a kind way, again, it's that GPS, right? Mm. It's the Lord directing our steps and knowing that. And I even shared with her, had I have chosen to scroll to Instagram all day, to not get ready, to not read my Bible, we probably would have had a very different conversation. Hmm. There's a a saying that says when opportunity comes, it's too late to prepare. Hmm. It's too late to prepare. So how are we in the word? What is our prayer life like? How is our relationship with our brothers and sisters? And hear me clearly, I don't do this great. Like there are so many rooms, uh, areas of improvement for me, but you know, the, the analogy where they say, imagine your life is like a cup of coffee. And when you get knocked into what spills over Mm, is what mm -hmm. was already inside. Yeah. I think it's taken in sometimes in a negative connotation, but what if it was positive? What if you're so full of scripture knowledge? What if you're mm-hmm. so full of prayer that that's what spills over? Yeah. Because you don't know when a conversation's going to come up with a prospect or a client. So what's inside of you? Yeah, absolutely. And it's going to impact your business negatively or positively, but it's going to impact yes. your business one way or another. So yes. how do you, how do you want to fill that cup right. so that 
so that you are spilling over out of gratitude and abundance and scripture and relationship with God so that you can be in, in healthy relationship with people. And like you said, be in a place where you're able to have these conversations, these maybe sometimes unexpected conversations, but be able to take it as it comes and, and take the hits as they come too. but maybe you can take it a little bit more graciously if you filled up in a way that is from God and from scripture and that honors him. Yeah. I love that. That's, that's so good. I, I so appreciate that. What's, what's something you'd want to leave our listeners as we wrap things up? You know, as I have recently made a shift in my business, that is asking of me to be more vocal in some ways. And I was having a conversation with a dear friend and I asked her, do I lead with Christ in my business? Is it a foundation of my business that when someone comes into my world, they see that that's a part of it. And we were just having conversation around that. And I think you can do both. Well, I think Mm. you can lead with it. It can also be a part of who you are. And so what I would want to leave with listeners is it's okay to maybe go back and forth. It's okay to, to learn what my hesitation was is, oh my gosh, if I am not starting every Instagram story with scripture, am I honoring the Lord? Hmm. Right. And, or what if I do hear something that sounds good and I don't run it through my biblical filter and I teach it to someone or I talk about it and realize I'm wrong. That can feel paralyzing almost, especially if you are coaching or speaking into people. And so my encouragement in that would be is filling your cup with what you know to be true with the scripture, with your community, with your church, because that will act as your filter. Mm -hmm. right? Of how you say things or how you bring things in. And you know what, if you mess up, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. There is forgiveness in that, especially when you come to that point with humility. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and even just your point of talking to your friend, get that accountability, get that wisdom from someone else, like bounce ideas, like reflect for me what, what I'm putting out there, you know, help me, help me to improve in this area. And so having that community, like that real life community around you is, is so key in order to keep you accountable and on the right track so that you are reflecting Christ. And maybe you're not posting a scripture every day and maybe your business isn't actually a faith-based business. That's okay. But are you still reflecting Jesus to the world? And that's ultimately what we're called to be doing. Exactly. As you said that, it made me think of, we think about reflections coming back in water. A reflection can come back in a puddle, can come back in a pool, in a (laughs) lake, in the ocean, right? All different ways. It can look completely different, but what reflection is showing up in your body of water? Yeah, absolutely. Well, as a fun way to wrap up our episodes, I just want to ask you a fun question. What is a resource or practice that is helping you to stay rooted in Christ right now? I just did it this morning. It's one of my favorite things is listening to scripture, but having my Bible app, read it to me Mm -hmm. and goodness gracious. Is it easy to roll over in the morning and want to open social media? At least it is for me. (laughs) Yeah. But in 
for me, I take a little while to wake up. So I'm not one to wake up, brush my teeth and sit down and read the Bible. It's just like my body's just not there yet. And I did it again this morning. I rolled over and I thought I'm not opening Instagram. And I opened my Bible app and just let it read to me for 10 minutes as I laid in bed. And it Mm. just, it's amazing. It just changes the game of how your day gets started. Yeah. Just letting that scripture wash over you. I love that. That's so good. Yes. And actually, this is so funny. I just found yoga videos on YouTube and it's, it's like Christian yoga, I think is what it's called, but she reads over scripture for you at the end while you're laying there and breathing. Oh, nice. It was great. It was another great. like integrate your scripture yes. and your workout. <laughs> yes. It was wonderful. So I lay there and she read something out of Matthew to me. I was like, awesome. this is great. This is wonderful. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Alexis, for joining me today. I'm so grateful for you taking the time. Where can people find you and connect with you to learn more? Sure. So Instagram is the best place as we just talked about, but it's <laughs> Alexis T Greco, G R E C O. Uh, everything is linked there. Uh, we can hang out there, but it's Alexis Greco, G R E C O on Instagram. Awesome. I'll be sure to link all that in the show description. Thank you again. This was wonderful. Thank you, Lauren. Thanks for listening to the Rooted and Established podcast. As always, I'm so grateful you took time to listen. I would be honored if you take a moment to leave a five-star rating and positive review. This helps other potential listeners know that this is a podcast worth listening to. And while you're at it, screenshot the podcast and put it on your social media or stories to share with your friends. That is worth a thousand thank yous. But if you tag me, I'll be sure to personally thank you myself. I hope you have a great week and we'll chat again soon.